What is up everyone? It's the guy here and welcome back to another episode of The Mind Here. This is my bi-weekly podcast where I talk about what's going on on my YouTube channel, discuss what I do behind the scenes, and talk about other things that come to mind. It also serves as a way to keep myself accountable and externally motivated to get my work done. If you're interested in how I make my music and videos, feel free to take a look at previous episodes. Welcome to all of you who are here for the first time. If you like my content and want to see more, please consider subscribing. All right, let's start off today by talking about just a little progress and update on my YouTube channel. So the first thing that I want to take a note of is the, the previous episodes I talked about trying to put my music onto Spotify and Apple Music. And uh, unfortunately, that has not, I have not been able to do that yet. And uh, the reason why I haven't been able to do that yet is because uh, it has a lot to do with the process of actually putting the music, um, the registration process of the music. So with something like SoundCloud, for example, all you have to do for uploading music is to create the account, which is pretty easy. And then putting, uploading the music along with uh, various settings um, and then you're done. You can just put it up there and boom, you have your SoundCloud music. Now with something like Spotify, Apple Music or some, some of those more, uh, I guess, formal platforms where you can probably monetize your music, uh, there's a whole different process to it. And it, it's almost like, it's, it's almost a barrier to the music industry, especially for small music creators, people who don't have legal teams, people who um, aren't signed with contracts, or anything like that. It's quite it's it's quite a hassle to get into. I tried going through a free uh, music distribution service provider, Song Trader. Uh, a lot of the music distribution uh, platforms out there that that you need for Spotify and Apple Music, they uh, require a monthly for subscription. But with Song Trader, it was free, so I tried that out, and it it turns out the process was a little more paperwork and. A little uh, more complicated than I wanted to get into, especially right now. Uh, this is, after all, a side project, not necessarily a full-out career that I'm going into, so it doesn't really make sense for me right now. And I just don't want to get into the legal issues with all of that. Plus, I don't even plan to monetize my songs uh, as of right now. I, I wouldn't mind for you guys just to download the songs off of... Uh, off of SoundCloud. And uh, I also have the uh, files on my website. So all of that combined, that just made me uh, decide against doing this. And maybe in the future, if the process gets better, simplified, easier for uh, smaller creators to go into, then I'll probably go into. Otherwise, I'm gonna stay away from that and take note of that as a sort of a barrier of entry. Uh, it's something that sort of there's there's some legal structures in there and just a whole lot of bureaucracy that can uh, that can be frustrating especially for a single creator a small creator all right and the next part we're gonna go into is the uh, the new song I'm going to be uh, working on 
So uh, unfortunately, because of all the schoolwork uh, that I have received within the past two weeks, I haven't been able to make too much progress on it, the songs, but um, I have decided on a structure, uh, how I overall want the song to sound. Uh, that's not something I don't think I can explain well, so that's just something that I have to work out. It's a sort of a musical sense that you get of the song that you want. Uh, with something like this as a cover uh, or a remix, uh, it's a lot easier because you already have like the basic melody, right? You're just making a remix out of it or making the cover out of it. So it's a, a little simpler versus a completely original song. But in any case, uh, I have that general structure, the idea down, and that's typically what I have first because, I mean, the whole song is based off of that, right? Uh, sometimes I do come up with ideas during the composition process, so there are, there are moments of inspiration that add to it for sure. But the, the overall structure and idea, um, I have a sense of that and I typically have a sense of what I'm doing before I get into it. And it might even change halfway. For example, the structure I had, um, I might start twisting it once I actually start making it and that's perfectly fine. But it's, I think it's important to have a good idea of what you're gonna go into before you start throwing random things down onto uh, the timeline and getting a not really pieced together sort of uh, music. And the another thing about this song is that I am both trying to put in guitar, which I've never used before, and I've never played before, so that's an interesting challenge, and some other uh, oriental sounding music, because uh, this song is a traditional Chinese song, so I'm going to make it sound oriental, and the fact that I'm going to put some Vocaloid into it, so this is going to be the second Vocaloid song, uh, Vocaloid-ish song that's going to come out. So all of that together is going to be very experimental. Of course, I'm going to try to polish up, polish it up as much as I can. But because I'm not really aiming for something that is, you know, production version, uh, there there might be some uh, some I guess growing issues or uh, some things that I can improve off of it. But that's all part of the process. Uh, so, for example, with the guitar, since I've never played it, I actually um, I plan to watch videos on how people play the guitar, a little bit of theory behind it, how the guitar works, and then put the instrument in. Because if I don't know how it works, then if I just put it in there, uh, it's not going to sound... Uh, it's not going to sound realistic, it's, it sort of diminishes from the quality, and since I'm trying to get a realistic sounding instrument in there, it's, uh, I want to aim for a realist, something that uh, a real guitarist would be able to play. And similar things with uh, the singing, I'll be looking at how real singers sing and uh, what are the, just the little things behind um, singing and where sounds come from, how you control that. Uh, that will add to when I make the Vocaloid and uh, piece together the lyrics, um, I'll be able to refine it to make it sound more realistic. Because of course, you have to base off of the real thing in order to get something that is realistic. 
magic, right? If you simply stick with this uh, idealized theory in your head and then just keep working on it without, uh, without cross-referencing uh, empirical evidence, without you know, checking in with reality, then you're going to diverge somehow. So that is something that I keep aware of, especially when I'm doing something that is meant to be realistic. And even with something that's a little more uh, original, you still have areas where uh, you can look at how other people have done it before and get some reference for how it should be done, right? A lot of things that we do today, uh, we are not in a vacuum uh, in starting fresh. We're not reinventing the wheel. If you are, then you're probably wasting your time. Uh, a lot of things, it's already been done. So taking inspiration and lessons from other people that have already you know, learned it, uh, that's the smartest way to learn. And of course, you have to be able to make mistakes and put it into practice. But reinventing it, that's not always the smart, smart choice. And I am guilty of that sometimes. I like to do things myself. And I'm uh, very vocal about the practicality of things and practical experience. However, uh, reinventing the wheel and going back doing something by yourself without you know, looking at a course that you know, tells you about the theory behind it. All of that is important too. So it's the balance of that that really uh, that really brings together your skills and speeds up the process of going through that learning curve to be able to make some great content or uh, just master your skills. All right. So this section, this uh, episodes, uh, I guess thoughts I have from the past two weeks. We're going to look into a little bit about optimization and how I've been trying to get, uh, I guess, get my life a little bit more put together and a little more optimized. Uh, one, one thing that I've been looking at, uh, one way I've been trying to optimize my, uh, how I'm operating and going through my life is uh, optimizing my uh, life operating system. Uh, this is, I use Notion. Uh, you might have heard of this. And if you haven't, I'll link, um, I'll link in uh, the, a great episode, a great uh, series of videos by August Bradley. He goes into this entire Notion system that I've uh, used. So please make sure to look at that if you're interested. But this is a life operating system. So what I do in there is I do project management in there. I also uh, keep track of data, uh, biometrics, and some other things that I want to track to make sure I progress. Um, it's a little check-in on myself. I write my reflections in there. I also put notes in there. And just uh, it's a repository of a lot of other things, everything from like video scripts to class notes even. Everything is sort of aggregated in here. The only thing that's not really in here here. Uh, that notion isn't really good at is like a full calendar. Um, I use Google Calendar for that. But everything else, I use notion as a central place to put all of this together. So uh, being the life operating system, what I go to basically every day to make sure I'm keeping myself on track. Uh, I want to make sure that the uh, the system is optimized, that there aren't um, random pages or links that don't go that don't add to it, and um, other features that might slow down the process and uh, aren't looking at um, aren't getting me to where I really want because. With every system, uh, even something like a life operating system, uh, you get you can easily fall into the trap of trying to uh, 
do something for the system rather than making the system work for you, right? Because I could easily over-engineer and over-create um, pages and other directories, other databases in Notion and make it super elaborate. But if it's not functional and if it uh, doesn't actually add anything, then all it is is just extra fluff that's in the way. So with that, I started looking back into the fundamentals of why I needed the system in the first place, right? The project management, the uh, note taking, and the data storage, all of that stuff. And looked back and thought to myself, uh, what were some of the key elements that I needed and what in here would I not need on a daily basis, right? On something like a daily task page where uh, all the tasks that I need show up on there. If something, if it's something, if it's something there that I don't go to regularly, then I probably don't need it there, right? So I can just get rid of that because it's just taking up space that, um, it, that uh, it's just taking up space and I don't need it there. So really anything that shouldn't be there, I'll be trying to take off. Uh, a little minimalist in some sense, but in another way, complex systems are always prone to failure and uh, less likely to succeed than simpler systems. So uh, that's the idea and philosophy I've taken to optimizing that. Um, and also just in general with what I've been uh, scheduling, I guess, um, looking at my schedule, I've also been trying to optimize that because I've noticed that since school started, uh, I have been really on top of my school things. That's not an issue. But uh, what has been an issue is uh, the other things besides school that I want. Uh, right now, clubs haven't started yet, and um, and I haven't gotten any internships or anything else like that. So I don't have those to preoccupy myself, but I also haven't made as much progress as I wanted, either in my reading or in my music or um, anything else. So I've been taking a look at my schedule to see what I've been spending my time on and what I could be cutting down and what is necessary, stuff like that. So just taking a look at what is really going on and not lying to myself, making excuses, saying, oh, that was spine that day, right? Um, stuff like that will inevitably hinder you. So uh, I've been taking a look and sort of taking a fine tooth comb and going through my schedule and all my other systems, even my physical workstation, uh, getting rid of some items that I don't need to be there and uh, reorganizing. Um, doing that once in a while for you know an update is an important thing with all of our working systems. Because I, I mean, think about it this way, right? With a lot of things, if it's not improving, if it's not growing, so like plants, and a more modern day example would be like code or some uh, some project like that. If there's not version updates coming out every so often, then it's pretty much dead, right? So same thing with our living systems and our workspaces. Uh, if if we're not constantly making a little tweak uh, based off of changing conditions and just noticing uh, improvements, then our systems have really started to die, and that can really um, that can really in impact uh, how we perform. So with everything that we do here, everything is still um, a living system, something that is continually improving. Uh, the issue with the idea of something being stable and in a production state is that, well, uh, it's, it's steady, yes, but it's also not growing. And if it's not growing, then it's dying. If there's no improvement made, made into it, then it's dying, right? So with all of these things, 
with everything that we do with all these systems, um, it's important to realize that what, what we're doing with it and if, uh, if these systems are, um, if we notice that there's some improvements that need to be made, uh, I don't think that we should not, uh, I don't think that we should, like, let me rephrase it this way. I don't think that um, we should uh, leave it as is if we think that there are improvements that could be made, right? Iterations are important and that is what gets us to the ultimate goal. Little steps that bring us closer to our goals, not giant leaps, um, because you know giant leaps can are also prone to a lot of failures. Major version updates for a game, for example, um, those tend to bring in a lot of new bugs. But the tiny updates, those refine the code and bring everything closer together. So it's. It's the bringing everything together and uh, realizing, keeping the idea of a living system and the idea that uh, nothing's really in production, nothing's really in the stable configuration, uh, we're constantly improving. And uh, just keeping that idea and mindset, that's probably, that'll hopefully let us uh, grow and improve ourselves a lot better and keep us from uh, becoming stuck in our ways and then end up, you know, slowly dying out of society in some ways. So. That, that went all over the place a little bit, but hopefully you took something out of that. If you disagree, I totally understand. I'm just spouting things from my mouth. Uh, we can engage in a conversation, but hopefully you uh, took some lessons from that. Uh, and I guess the final thing that I've been thinking of um, is just the context of what's been going on, right? This is made in uh, 2020, and a lot of things have happened in 2020, everything from the pandemic to now uh, the wildfires that are uh, in on the west coast of the United States, and that's where I live. So with all of this, it just seems that um, the world's coming to an end, and there's really no point. Some people have uh, lost motivation doing things. Other people um, have changed in other ways, and that's understandable. But uh, one thing to help you uh, stay in there and keep on going is to think about it this way. Everything has come to an end, right? This too shall pass. There's a quote from... Um, this this um, this is a quote. Uh, I don't actually know where it's from, so I can't. I guess I can't say it's a quote. But um, this um, these words will help you guide you through the good times and the bad times. In the good times, uh, when everything seems like is going well and everything's going according to plan, remember that this too shall pass. Um, this keeps you vigilant and to make sure you prepare for when things go bad, right? It's inevitable that something will go um, and whack a system out of order and um, there'll be chaos that'll be bringing into it. So remembering that during times when things seem good, uh, we should prepare for the worst. This too shall pass um, does that job. And also when times are bad, like in 2020 right now, this too shall pass reminds us that this is not a permanent state, that things will get better and uh, things will transition. So uh, we, it gives us, uh, I guess it future-proofs us. So instead of um, having a fear mindset of what's going on right now and keeping our uh, horizons really short, this too shall pass sort of pushes us over the horizon saying, okay, this will pass at some point. What are you gonna do afterwards? Uh, this, the, 
being able to think more into the future uh, will hopefully allow you to uh, better plan for yourself and just better manage yourself for the future and being able to uh, work out work out some things that will benefit you in the future rather than some things that are beneficial now but might harm you in the future. So it's just things like that that'll little ideas like that that'll um, if you let that permeate into your mind and really think about it um, those little nuggets of information just soak that in um, I feel like that's um, that's what uh, the iteration process remember that's what slowly changes your mindset and gets you the incremental improvements uh, so uh, for example I listen to a lot of podcasts during my spare time so when I think of when I hear something that is important or something that is uh, something that I find interesting I sort of let that soak in a little bit um, I don't try to uh, go into other podcasts because then that sort of floods me with information and that's no good so I want to be able to uh, fully process that and just let that sink in and then uh, take a few days to maybe uh, process what that means and uh, maybe start enacting on it that I feel like is something that is a great way to improve our mindsets and just keep us uh, I guess keep us keep us real to ourselves and keep us moving uh, so yeah those are those are some things that I have noticed throughout my weeks and I hope hopefully you guys have enjoyed this uh, I don't have any questions from my YouTubes, so no uh, AMA this time. But if you are interested and you want to participate in these podcast episodes, you can go over to my YouTube channel uh, and in my videos, just drop a comment in there asking any question, really, any question. And if there are more than one questions asked, I'll pull one randomly and you will be featured in the next podcast episode. But all right, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, I really appreciate all the support that you guys have given me throughout this process. And uh, I, just, I just so appreciate the community that uh, we have got together. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Hopefully you guys are doing well, and I will see you at the next episode.